What is up my Sunlight Samurais, you Andrew Knott. So in this video, I'm gonna discuss my test results, but also more importantly, what it means to be an alpha energy male, what it means to have high testosterone, like what's really behind it, what's really the most important things, should we be chasing a number, you know, this kind of stuff. But before we get into this video, quick share this. One of the fun things that me and my wife do first thing in the morning is we enjoy a nice Seattle coffee. This is during this time that we usually just chat about the day and fun stuff. And it's a great way to start our day that we really enjoy. So I wanted to share this with you guys. And I would like to hear from you. What is something that you like to enjoy somewhere in the day? It doesn't have to be the morning. But what, what's one of those special things that you like to enjoy? Let me know in the comments below. I would be interested. All right, let's dive in. All right, guys. So the first thing is a test result is overrated as proof of being a high T male. So, but before I dive into why exactly, um, when someone is preaching how to get high testosterone, right, there's an order of criteria that determines their credibility. So the first one is like, they've done it themselves, right? I've, I've increased my testosterone, I've obtained high testosterone. They've done it for other people. And so you know that their methods work and the best criteria is they've done it for themselves and they've also helped other people. So this is the best criteria for knowing that someone knows what they're talking about. Doing it for themselves is not just an accident and then their methods work, so it also works for other people. So I help, so I've increased my testosterone, I help increase other guys' testosterone as well, so I know my methods work and what I did for myself is not just an accident. Right, so a test can also be easily faked or manipulated, right? It's easy to spike your testosterone massively. So people can do many things. They could be drinking alcohol. They could be doing sleep loss and it tanks their testosterone. They can be using certain supplements, certain drugs that could then easily spike their testosterone. So there's um, the inter-individual differences that your testosterone fluctuates over the day is massive. It could literally be someone has left a comment about this. His testosterone was fluctuating between, I think, 800 and 400 just based on how he was sleeping and the things that he was doing. Was he training? You know, this kind of stuff. You could be using a drug, as I mentioned, like enclomophene. You can be use, using aspartic acid. And all of these things could temporarily really spike and manipulate your hormone levels. And so this is why just doing a testosterone test is not as reliable. And this is, this is why it could be faked and manipulated, right? And a lot of people can go on and fake their numbers, right? And there's many ways to kind of like bypass this. Like one thing that people think makes their numbers very uh, credible is when they print it out, right? Like, hey, check, this is my paper. But you can like literally manipulate it, print it out, and then show it like, hey, this is what I got from the doctor. But this is one of the things that make tests, again, unreliable. Like if someone has credibility, they have honor, and they don't fake it, right? There's still other ways that you can manipulate your own test results. Right, so high testosterone is about a lifestyle. It's not about a once-off test result. As I mentioned, um, your test results might just represent of like what you are doing, right? How you're feeling. The lifestyle is day in and day out, week in and week out, month in and month out, year in, year out, decade in, decade out. You're doing the things that matter. You're eating the right diet. You're doing the right lifestyle. You're doing the right things. It's the lifestyle that really matters, not just a once-off test. And the test can just confirm the way you're feeling. If you're, if, even if you're doing the right stuff all the time, and you don't feel good, and then you test, and you see you don't feel good. It's like because you're, you're not feeling good, right? That that's kind of like the ultimate thing. And so, what are the optimal testosterone levels 
the what would be considered high. So if you can see this graph, I really like this graph. They took multiple cohorts of people and categorized them into different ages. So you can see like what the average was and then also what the low end was and what the high end was. And you can literally see some of these guys on the high end, they were over 1,000, close to 1,500. So some people just genetically have very high level of testosterone. So you can see those like guys in their 80s that had testosterone over 1,000 naturally. So it really all comes down to your genetics, right? It's like someone genetically, they just have higher levels of testosterone. Genetically, they just have lower levels of testosterone, but they could, both of them could feel the same. And it's how your body is responding to those androgens. But if you look at the average, literally the average, testosterone is between 400 and 600. So if you're more on the healthy side, the average will be between 600 and 700. That's kind of like the healthy average, right? So if you can be between 600 and 700, you're at a really good place. And so you don't have to be over a thousand to feel good. And some people are over a thousand naturally and they can still feel bad. And it's just because genetically they can easily get high levels of testosterone. And so what does it really mean to be an alpha in the GML? So first of all, having, being a high in the GML is having high testosterone and abundant energy at the same time. That's why it's a high it's an alpha energy male, high testosterone, high energy, right? And then the subsequent question arises, what exactly is the significance of having elevated testosterone and energy levels? Why is this really important? And so high T and energy makes us feel amazing. It power up our motivation, drive, confidence, libido, and sexual function. And being an alpha energy male means we are enabled to become the men that we were made to be, and to basically live a high, rich, and fulfilled androgenic life. You feel happy. You feel fulfilled in what you're doing. Like everything you're doing, you're feeling good. That's kind of like the end point of it all. We're feeling good. Good mood, good energy, good recovery, those kind of stuff. And then so the bottom line is life without high T and energy isn't a life worth living. Like how much do you enjoy life when you're chronically fatigued, you have so much pain, you don't have motivation and drive, right? It's, it's not really enjoyable at all to live like that and how high should you to your your how high should your testosterone be to be an alpha in the gml right so we just talked about like what is considered normal and high and so should you have high testosterone to be a, a high team alpha in the gml but ultimately it comes down to the symptoms that you have you know so when you stick to things that work in terms of the diet and lifestyle changes are bound to happen and high t is guaranteed result of chasing the feel instead of chasing the number as long as you do things that take you in the right direction that makes you feel better chronically i'm not talking about like drinking alcohol feeling good or using meth and feeling good it's about what you're doing constantly right that will take you to the right to the right direction so if you feel great and your testosterone is 600 that's great for you screw the number right it's about how you feel so my clients understand that 600 nanograms per deciliter is considered a very good place to be. It's average, it's good. The average word sounds terrible, but just, <laughs> but like 600 is a good place to be. This is when most of the low testosterone symptoms disappear, right? 800 nanograms per deciliter is great. And 1000, you become a testo lord. Given that you are consistent with what works and you have no low T symptoms because sometimes someone can have a thousand nanograms per deciliter, but they still have low T symptoms. They don't have energy. They still feel sluggish. There's other things going on. And so this is why numbers aren't really that important. 
So as long as you can max out your genetic potential for testosterone, that's more than enough. So as long as you stay consistent, testosterone is bound to go up. Just don't sweat it and trust the process. And that's how my clients succeed in getting high levels of testosterone. So let's go through a few traits of how can you identify if you're a high, high team male or not. The first one is just energy, motivation, focus, and drive. Those are the biggest ones. If you don't have those, chances are your testosterone or and free testosterone is not as high as it should be. Generosity, cooperation, honesty, being fair, low anxiety and depression. So again, your mood is good. Euphoria and the ability to enjoy things. You really just enjoy life. Your, your, your baseline is just more positive assertiveness and high self-perception so basically you have a good self-esteem and people tend to only trust and respect confident and assertive individuals and not fearful and low confident ones and you have a calm demeanor so basically you are calm you're better at decision making especially under conditions where there's high stress involved good verbal fluency which is influences how fluently you combine thought and speech what you think about and how your words come out so it's also um the recall process and the speed of the brain that's influenced by testosterone this way. Competitiveness, the ability to see opportunities, the desire to go after those opportunities and the drive to take action, right? And too many low T men are in the give up phase. Life is just too hard or it's not worth it. I'm not going to do it. Like if I wanted to, I could, but I don't want to, you know, those kind of stuff. And so when you look at young individuals, they're almost always very competitive, but not in an aggressive way, just on a like, I, I want I want something, right? I'm going to go and I'm going to get it. So oftentimes there's also competitiveness with yourself. It's not just with other people. And this is where actually comparison is good because let's say you compare yourself to someone else, like they have something that I don't. So now I'm going to compete and I want to have that as well. So there's obviously limits to all of this, but competitiveness is a good thing. Uh, as long as you obtain things that then make you happy. Like obviously getting more money passes and only it's not going to make you more happy. But is that competitiveness? So like you push yourself. Like what is really capable? How much muscle can I really build? You know, those kind of stuff. How far can I push myself? And it's this thing about like you don't push yourself hard enough. So you're not never really happy with what you have accomplished. It doesn't really give you confidence because you've never pushed yourself that hard to get what you really obtain. And like pushing yourself hard really gives you a next, a different level of confidence and of self-assurance. It's more, it's easy to build more muscle. It's uh, easy to keep the fat off. Your body recomposition is favorable. You get stronger muscles. And again, your focus and drive, like you know what you want and you're working to get it. That is in play. So these are some of the common high testosterone traits. And how does one reach and maintain your high testosterone levels? So the first thing you want to do is don't gain an excess of weight. Like... Obesity and a high BMI is one of the strongest negative correlators to testosterone. You will see almost in all studies, as BMI goes up, testosterone goes down. There was a study about for every one point in a BMI that you increase, you can expect about an 8 to 10 nanogram per deciliter drop in testosterone. So it's not like tanking your testosterone, but obviously the more weight you're going to gain and you get to the obese range, you're probably going to be lower, 200 to 300 points lower than where you can be. So the first thing that you can do to optimize your testosterone is to make sure you're not gaining weight and then to start focusing on losing that excess waste in, in a non-stressful way. Then eat a nutrient-dense diet. Make sure the foods that you're eating is nutrient-dense. That's one of the first things that I focus on. Let's add some nutrient-dense foods into the diet. 
uh, consume balanced macronutrients, proteins, fats, carbs, and avoid foods that cause inflammation for you. Optimize sleep quality, get regular sunlight, be active. And these are the bare basics. This is what you have to focus on. It's really foundations and you're going to get high testosterone when you do this. And there's obviously a lot more complexity than just this, because like when you go into nutrient dense foods, like which nutrient dense foods, how much of what, like all of those kind of stuff. But this is the, the, the guideline, the framework to follow to get high levels of testosterone. Then how does one reach and maintain the high levels of testosterone? The motto is better, more, new, right? So what you are doing, just do it better and then do more of what is working before trying something new, right? So if your diet is just horrible, it's, it's like standard American diet. Obviously, it has to be new. You have to add new foods. But it's like the, the nutrient-dense foods that we talked about, um, removing the ultra-processed foods, those kind of stuff. Do you make it better? And then you do more of what's working before you try something new. And it, before you try a supplement, let, let's try ashwagandha, let's try rhodiola, let's try just stands. Like, let's try all of these herbs. How about like fixing the diet and lifestyle, do that better, and then do more of what's working before trying something new. That's kind of like the motto. And so the, the keys come down to know what to do. you got to know what to do. And then you've got to implement that because otherwise it's useless. And then you've got to be consistent. And the longer I'm doing this, right? So I've went through a really stressful period, got all kinds of health conditions, I would say about three to four years ago. And the longer I've been consistent with the right stuff that I was able to implement, right? Because back then there was reasons for <laughs> why we couldn't implement the right stuff. It was mostly financial. So this is where stuff went haywire. And so by being able to implement the right stuff, things have improved. And like year, month after month after month and year after year, like things are just getting better. And so this is what you have to realize is the consistency aspect is so important. It takes time. And as time goes on and you keep on being consistent, you, you realize new capacities that you didn't even know you would be able to obtain. But there's only what you you are able to obtain by being consistent and without just chasing the new shiny thing, right? Stick to the basics. It's going to incrementally make you better and better and better and better. Stick to what works. And that's the best thing you could do. And so here's my test results. Sorry for the long cliffhanger, but here they are. LH 5.3, testosterone was 43.5 nanomol per liter, so 43.5. Nanograms per deciliter, that is 1,224 nanograms per deciliter. Sex and binding globulin was 36. Free testosterone was 1,070, was obviously calculated. This is not the directly measured free testosterone. So there you have it. And I hope this all makes sense in terms of it's the way you feel, right? You shouldn't be getting too hung up on testosterone levels. It's like, am I happy with my body composition? Am I happy with my energy levels? I'm happy with my sleep, my sex drive, all of these things. If my testosterone is 600 and I feel great, if you feel great, you don't need to desire going to a thousand. And if you do go to a thousand, might you expect to feel even more superhuman? Maybe not, right? This, this, these things that you have to take in, like set expectations for what can I expect from high levels of testosterone naturally? Will I ever be able to look like I'm on steroids? Will I ever be able to have insane sex drive like I am on meth or something like that, right? You will never be able to obtain what drugs can at the super physiological level by increasing your testosterone to 1000 nanograms per deciliter. You will feel great, you will do great things, but you will never be able to do drug-like things naturally.
So it's about setting expectations when it comes to natural optimization. All right, so that was it. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Let me know your comments. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. I'd be highly interested to what you're thinking if you agree with me on all of these things. All right, guys, and I will check you in the next one. Cheers. Cheers.